0: afternoon good afternoon good afternoon good afternoon it is hump day y'all we've got a great show for you this afternoon colette williams and dr corliss bennett you know how we do it right here it is a groove day which means that is a hump day hump day in the city hump day in the city so how's everybody doing right here on hump day
1: okay pretty good just got some some bad news about a a friend of mine passed i'm a little oh no yeah so apologize for not having the hyper hyper uh thing but yeah
0: there's so so much going on there's just so much going on and we we thought that we were out of all of that we're still in it it's 2021 and we're
1: still in
0: it oh man this is just absolutely to me it's insane We've got to find some answers to all of this. This is just too insane. We have an extended family member who's in the hospital in Las Vegas with COVID. And I tell you.
1: Vaccinated or not?
0: Unvaccinated. Unvaccinated. Yeah. And I saw on the news today that the cases are rising 300%. 300%. It's not bad enough that we've got this Delta Delta variant that's come back to haunt us. But we still have the contention with all of the things that are going on. Then we hear what happened yesterday during the hearings, the insurrection hearings, which was horrible. I watched it. And the things that those men said about January 6th, it amazes me that anybody, anybody can think that, that was just a day of, of fluff and go. No, that wasn't fluff and go. It was horrible, horrible, horrible. And for what kills
1: me is these people. They're so adamant about you know that 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 Biden didn't win and he's not the president. I'm like, what spaceship like, are, what you on? are
0: you on? Yes,
1: right. they are I just, truly,
0: Yeah, they're on a different unreal. planet. Yeah, unreal. they are definitely on a different planet. It was horrible. And the black guy that talked, uh, Officer Dunn, when he talked, in fact, the four of them that talked, all of them had traumatic experiences. Everybody cried. Even Adam Schiff cried. The Even I mean, all of the, the senators, the representatives that were on the dais, they all cried. And I'm crying. I'm listening to them crying also. It, it is just horrible. And anybody that could possibly think, that that was just a day of fun and frolic, It, it, it they, they need to be shut away, put away somehow, because that was just simply horrible. But that's for another show, and we are going to talk about that on another show. We've got Dr. Zarif, and I want to give him as much time as we possibly can. You're going to love Dr. Zarif Corliss. You're going to really love him. He's a naturopathic doctor. He has no fluff. He's got it all, and you do want to hear what Dr. Zarif has to say. Yesterday, we began the It's Time to Tell the Truth series. We began that yesterday, and we had six doctors on who practice contemporary medicine. And they talked about Black men in white coats, and they talked about medicine and what they're doing in the medical field and how they are helping kids to go to medical school, and they're helping them to get out of medical school we showed their videos and it was absolutely outstanding. It was truly, truly outstanding. And I really want others to hear about Dr. Zarif and what he brings to the table, because he too is a certified naturopathic doctor. He's also a PhD. He's also an MPH. He comes with a whole bunch of credentials. And we want people to know and understand that there are one, alternatives to contemporary medicine. Two, that they don't have to be sick. They do not have to be sick. They can have a healthy, healthy lifestyle. They can do that. And three, students who want to go into medicine and also find a way that contemporary medicine may be their thing, Dr. Zarif has the path to to alternative medicine. So we're going to bring Dr. Zarif in and he is a nationally recognized uh, dietary and nutrition activist, human nutrition scientist, and a captivating communicator who inspires the masses to eating according to their circadian rhythms, which is so very important. And Dr. Zarif has authored over 250 articles, including the recent peer review article explaining eating for systemic optimality and his work as an educator, as a spokesperson, as a critic, has attracted the attention of superstars like Stevie Wonder, Anita Baker, the late Bobby Womack, uh, Raphael Sadiq, and so many others. So we're going to spend the rest of this time talking to Dr. Zarif. He's going to talk about slaves of the tongue. He's going to talk about his herbal catalog and all that he has to offer in the way of naturopathic medicine. Dr. Zarif, it's good to see you. Good to see you. How have you been doing?
2: Oh, thank you. And thank you so much for that beautiful introduction. Thank you for the opportunity to be on the show with you. Uh, is it Cordless the yes. co-host? Or? Yes. Um, hi. I want, hi. I just wanted to extend to you. I'm so sorry uh, of those, you know, matters that you're dealing with. And I, uh, you know, wish you just, you know, with the power and peace with that. I know those are ex- existential things, but You know, I can tell the way that you talk, even when you're sad, you're strong.
1: (laughs) Thank you. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate that.
2: Uh, Of course. But I, I just I'm I'm very happy to be here um, today, and I do want to uh, talk about something that has been looked over for just you know century after century. We're not just talking about you know month after month. This is something that's that's constantly happening, and uh, we need a re-education of especially the way that we look at nutrition. Uh, a lot of um, people. Every time somebody that is black talking about nutrition, they compare them with Dr. Sabi or Dick Gregory or Dr. Africa. Uh, these are people that have been uh, very well known in our communities for a long time. But um, not to talk down, I, I respect all 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 of those people that have come before me, but. Uh, there is a new way that we should approach uh, health, and there's a new way that we should approach nutrition. First of all, we need to stop approaching nutrition uh, as the um, uh, the healer for everything, um, because uh, it's a combination of things. One thing is that we're concentrating on the wrong thing when it comes to food. We're addicted to food as a as a, a culture. We're addicted to the wrong foods. And those wrong foods keep us in those same categories as far as leaders in uh, all types of uh, heart problems, all types of uh, the diabetes now, which is all the way up to like diabetes 2.5. Then we have... all types of liver problems we have neurological problems we and so on, and all most of these problems you can connect them directly to the food that we eat, so slaves still eat the food of slaves and and you know in a way, we are still slaves because we haven't shaken the shackles of yesterday, we still call each other the same names that we called each other yesterday, and we still eat the way that uh, we used to eat yesterday, and we need to bring all of that up to date. Um, Unfortunately, even some of the the greatest um, uh, entertainers today, they use those words that keep us going backward, and um, we want to just perhaps uh, discover some other ways that we can relate to each other so that we can appreciate this wonderful life that we're blessed with.
0: And, you know, some of the things that we do, we continue to do them because that's the way we've been indoctrinated. And it's not until we realize that we can break the shackles yeah. of those cycles. We don't yeah. have to do it. Now we have an opportunity not only to be healthy, but to think differently, to have a different mindset. Yes. So that's what we really have to get to. Tell us about the road that you took to get here.
2: Thank you. Um, you know, I I definitely observed uh, a lot of uh, people that are close to me um, dying, uh, namely my family. And with all of that, you know, like coming up in a very poor family And uh, in Detroit, Michigan, not, you know, not the palm trees, not no ocean, no mountains. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) just all flatness, you know, and it is a very, very hard life in Detroit, as it is in Cincinnati, as it is in Chicago and so forth. But uh, I was a part of that. But I made up my mind to be more than what most people thought I was going to be. And that was just another um you know black man uh that uh, grows up and to tell the story perhaps if he's lucky but one of the things that i observed was that everybody that in my family that that all these everybody been close to me that uh they died and they were eating the same foods and that was the ribs uh, that it was the all of the different desserts uh and all of those things so um what I do, I'm going to skip all the way up to today. In my, when I was doing research for my book, Slaves of the Tongue, one of the things that I discovered is, it's not just black people. I was saying Slaves of the Tongue because my experience was with uh, my own people and we would have outings and we would have the ribs and the chicken and the, the, the hot links and all those kinds of things. That's just commonplace for the outings that we had, the cookouts, but I found out as I I, I discovered that Italians have the food that they love is also connected with their persecution and oppression. When you, uh, uh, when you look at other people, uh, the Jews, the Jewish people, the same thing. The foods that they love are the foods that they had during the times that they were closest. And that was when they were being oppressed and persecuted. So we, for some reason, endear the food, regardless if it is uh, um, food that is uh, negative or some unhealthy food we still eat it because of the emotional connection to that food and uh, that food is made easy for us to say and anybody else that has gone through that in the other culture that the feeling of of uh, you know the good feeling you know the hormones that they you know the the dopamine and the serotonin, the oxytocin, you know, all of, all of the different uh, um, hormones, the feel good hormones, uh, you know, they rather feel that than to change the way to eat, to be healthier. Right.
0: And you know what? I don't know too many people that still eat slave food, like chitlins. Although I do know some people that my cousin still eats chitlins, which I don't understand. Yeah. That is definitely slave food. Yes. Okay. I don't yeah. know very many people. <laughs> Carla.
2: You, you know, if you <laughs> ever go if you ever go around like Englewood during the holidays, they have big signs out, you know, like Swift Chitlins here. Uh there they still sell uh chitlins in some of the even in the uh, um, uh, Latin food, or I don't know what they're they called. They sell
0: but... chitlins in restaurants and the supermarkets
1: uh, too. Oh yes,
2: that's right. Yeah. But, in but In a restaurant, they'll yeah. sell. Yeah, if the soul you...
1: food, The soul food um, places sell chitlins. That so is cool. Right correct. now, I can go right. get some right yeah. now.
2: That's right. Are you serious? Absolutely, absolutely. Oh, absolutely.
1: me out you going to So, doctor, you going to tell me what you going to tell me? I can't eat nothing now. <laughs> <laughs> Everything you said, I'm like ribs. No. <laughs>
2: well, see, the the thing about it is that again, we've over, we've been eating uh, according to history, uh, um, the nutrition history, anyway, is that it's been between two. I know it's a, a large disparity here, but from 200,000 two to 2 million years uh, that we've been eating meat. And eating meat is the very, this is when we're most primitive, you know, the homeo sapiens state. All right,
1: hunting, hunting. Yes,
2: hunting, right? Then we would hunt and kill, kill and eat. Then after that, after that came the hunting and gathering. Uh, Hunting and gathering was like a little more intelligence, a little more civil, uh, uh, I guess, attitude toward the food because we would hunt it and then we found out a way to make it last instead of it just going in that same day and having to get up and hunt again tomorrow. So as things continued, uh, we got to the industrial industrial level or industrial phase uh, when we start eating Foods that were um, um, created with all of the artificial flavoring, artificial coloring, all of the preservatives and so forth. Oh man, we arrived. Right. But the bad thing about it is we start ingesting more uh, toxins. And these toxins also led to more disease. And it's still today is still the same thing, along with irradiation, along with um, the way that cows and, and uh, for instance, chickens, chickens, like now we kill in America 25 million chickens every hour to feed America's appetite. 25 million chickens an hour, you 25 know.
0: 25 million chickens. There even that, that many? Chicken. I gonna say the same thing. There are that many chickens? 25.
2: Right now, as we're speaking, there's a chicken shortage because they can't keep up with the demand. Uh, Right. The
1: wings. I know the wings.
2: Yes. They can't, they can't keep up with the demand. And it's like um, uh, more and more of this, you'll see more and more of this because now they're really busy at uh, creating things out of cashews, out of coconuts, out of soy, uh, all of these alternative foods, in order sure. to meet yeah. the demand and uh, the the craving or addiction to these other foods. Yeah, so yeah, we read
1: the, they ran out of chicken colette during the COVID because all the uh, you know everybody's ordering, 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 right. ordering uh, chicken, ordering wings. out chicken wings, chicken, uh, all that. So that yeah, that's yeah, that started running out, and I didn't heard the whole chicken, but I did hear that. That there weren't wings wings were very hard to
0: yeah get. wings are now this is yeah. worldwide about 50 billion chickens are consumed per year totaling about 137 million per day australians top the list of chicken eaters consuming 205 pounds of chicken per person a year yes what yes oh, uh, you're
2: over 200 pounds of chicken per year per person
0: what yes yeah. oh my god i, that, I have no idea
2: and the the thing about it is that it's it's very. See, I don't think that there's ever going to be a time that that everybody's eating plants and you know we're you know meditating and believing in the same God. And I don't think that's going to ever happen. I think that there's going to always be a lot of diversity. There's going to be a lot of people that are um, you know that that are continuing to eat the way that we've eaten because. It is uh, inculcated in each one of us uh, the importance of uh, eating in a way that makes us more acceptable to our peers, eating in a certain way that makes us closer to our culture. All of those are parts of what we eat. It's not just the taste. Some people actually feel Blacker because they eat (laughs) so-called Black food. Oh, so my God. if you have like, there's been. Uh, I've been invited, as a matter of fact, to a few outings and uh, these cookouts. As a matter of fact, for one of them from the Association of uh, Diabetes, the American Association of Diabetes, uh, and I remember before I even got into the gate, they were serving uh, hot dogs uh, wrapped in bacon,
1: and Ooh. it was.
2: I'm like, Ooh. is this the right? right place. And I said it with a smile on my face because people can get very violent when you're talking about food, you know, (laughs) you know, people will definitely get defensive when you're talking about food that they love. I didn't know that at first. I didn't know that there was, but it is an emotional connection. Yes, And the way that we've been taught to eat is not because of the nutrients, it's because, uh, of the smell it is because of the way that it feels, the way that it sounds, the way that it, uh, um, the way that it tastes, you know, and, and the way that it appears. So they've uh, um, attached to us uh, the five senses, our natural five senses, that we've become addicted to uh, eating uh, these foods, uh, and and we crave those foods because. The number one thing that the food industry and those people with deep pockets in the food industry want us to be are lifetime customers, period.
0: And with lifetime customers, there go the pharmaceutical companies, there go the over the counter drugs, there go all of the ailments that go along with it. One of the things that I was interested in hearing from you is we talk a lot about people in the community and what they cannot do. Yeah, Black people in the community who live in the hood, so to speak, or in underserved areas are unable to get good food, unable to get nutritious food. And I know my cousin works for a grocer and the buying protocol and where the food goes, most people don't understand the buying protocol and how the food is shipped out and where the class A food goes, the B food, the C food, the D food, and then there's the Z food. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: in the, in the South, in the black community, food gets off the truck. It may have been on the truck for a week and then it goes into the stores. One of the things that I always want to know is because somebody does not have the means,
2: so to speak, does that mean a person has to eat substandard food? Absolutely not. You have a lot of people right now, as we're speaking, that live in uh, the, through what is called urban camping. That's another mm-hmm. word for people that are homeless. Oh, okay. And, and yes. people downtown, the they they are around the food districts. We throw away enough food oh, yes. here in America to yes. feed other countries. Yes. So, for pe- yes. a person to die right here in yes. our own city, no yes. one should ever die because of the lack of food. What right. we die from is the lack of nutrients. See, people, even when they get food, I've been down there Thanksgiving after Thanksgiving, Christmas after Christmas, you know, holidays, giving out food. All right, this is Dr. Zarif. He's going to tell you about vitamins and minerals or whatever. And nobody wants to hear about that. Mm-hmm. They want to taste good, feel good, and feel up. And that's all that they want to do. And then once that passed, they'll take whatever they got to face then. But they are not... Uh, educated with the tools that would uh, 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 ignite the power in them to say, no, I'm going to eat something that will allow me to be full and to be healthy. Uh, To that, a lot of people, that doesn't fit the peer profile. It's like, let's get some pizza. Let's get some, if you show up, at uh, a party, and it's not a vegan party, for instance, you know, a vegan theme party, you probably be laughed out of the party because they're like, boy, I'll give me some meat. I want some meat. What is this? So it's very important to uh, you know, for us to know the science. And the science is knowing what is unambiguous. Uh the stuff that we know today about nutrition has everything to do with food. Yes. Just food, 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 mm-hmm. and what we do. And when a person says a person died of hunger, oh, uh, they, they died of malnutrition. They didn't get the necessary nutrients.
0: Right, and it says that each day, every American citizen eats more than a pound of food a day. Yes, I think that's what it just said. Mm-hmm. It said waste.
2: waste. Colette said oh, waste. waste.
0: Yeah, they waste more than a pound of food each day and and it is it's absolutely amazing and you have to wonder what actually happens I went on a crusade to okay approximately one pound of food is wasted per person this equates to 103 million tons of food waste generated in America and that was in uh, 2017 or between 30 to 40 percent of the food supply that's horrible That is horrible, And we've got people who are living out of trash cans, living out of trash cans, eating out of trash cans, eating wasted food. And if you go down any street, if you watch what happens after restaurants close, they will tell you they can't give the food to anybody because they say they don't want to be sued. Because if somebody who is homeless comes and gets the food and eat it and they get sick, they can sue us. Every time I hear that from somebody, that is one of the most ridiculous statements
1: but it's real
0: but yeah. you know what think of, i look at it like this it might be real but what homeless person is going to turn around and say i'm going to sue you how are they going to get an attorney how are they going to find somebody somebody
1: must have for it to be you know for them to say I that somebody so. must have did it
0: and i don't i don't think that someone has done that i think that the and this is just the way i think i think the those who are with the restaurants and they're putting food out there the ambulance chasers those people already think if we put this food out here somebody's going to get sick but what they don't do is watch the food that they serve to people because the food that they serve to people a lot of people get get food poisoning and a lot of times it's just an oh well so they're not that concerned about people who are homeless getting that food Okay, how what what attorney is going to bring a lawsuit on behalf of a homeless person? I don't know of any. And there are some out there. Ambulance chasers are the the attorneys, the lawyers that will bring suit on behalf of a homeless person. You know what? I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it. And I hope there aren't any ambulance chasers out there that will do that.
2: But I think. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, I was just saying that the ones that I know exactly what you're saying, but there there's been it hasn't been the homeless that have been making the threats it's been those people that have been researchers people that are putting together different films that uh, are independent films about where the food goes and um, the collection and storage of food. So when the story is released, it sounds like homeless people are saying, I'm hungry, uh, but you're not going to let me eat because uh, you're, you're in fear of me suing you. But the truth is you have people that are not homeless that are going, they have the vehicles, they go and collect that stuff. And they've been doing it for years. As a matter of fact, this entire documentary that's uh, dedicated to uh, a man that starts off uh, with just a little food. And he goes around to the restaurants to the point where they know him by name. They give him all of this extra food, so much that he had to give a huge party to give the food away to his friends and relatives. Uh, Because there is nothing in place uh, that is actually protecting uh, or keeping people from throwing the food away. They want a system that they can uh, get rid of uh, the food uh, and and it can be conducive to those who don't have the food. Mm -hmm. However, the leadership, uh, again, back to the politics, they're chasing notoriety. They're chasing money. They're chasing uh, you know they want the, the, all the camera ops and so forth. This is important to them. So when you you throw the uh, the politicians in, of course that they don't want to give that kind of time to homeless because right. the homeless people. The reason that it lasts so long is because it brings so much money in. Mm-hmm. So many people make millions and millions of dollars off of these different uh, uh, grants that yes. they write to get to take care of the homeless. Well, I was just down there a couple of years ago. I missed 2020 because everything was kind of messed up then. But um, when I was down there uh, serving food, if you ever get a chance, there's something that'll make you get it. You have a whole different idea. First of all, these people with the grants, they buy these expensive tents and they give it to those people that are quote unquote homeless. You got people down there that have their cars parked in uh, certain garages or uh, parking spaces that they come and pay every day or they'll pay somebody a weekly uh, payment for them to park there. And they'll live out there for a day or two, but they'll collect you know, loads and they have so much food that the only way to get the food out of there is that you got to have a tractor or something that you can load it on and put it in your truck because you have like uh, churches, like many churches When you go, you go down there and see, you'll see exactly what I'm talking about is they have churches, one church bus after another filled with people and all types of goodies And they'll have like things like jackets, they have covers, uh, they have people now downtown that are, they have a grill that they're grilling food with, along with other things like uh, swingers, you know, you sit in and you yeah. Lounge and go you know and they also they can look at uh, TV through you know monitors they can uh-huh. look up their TVs through monitors so a lot of things that we're looking at as far as um, uh, what's happening downtown is, is just in all areas where there's homeless people, uh, there, there's, uh, it, it, they can't stop it because one of the things that they're going to allow is this continuation so that they can keep that grant money rolling in. Yeah, they
0: keep that money. They could they could eradicate homelessness. Yes, if indeed. they really wanted to. Yes. But it keeps too many people in jobs. Yes. So they're not going to fix it. They are not. Yes. And I yes. just read yesterday one of the bills that Gavin Newsom signed was $2.6 billion $2. 6 billion dollars for homelessness yes 2.6 oh. 2. billion dollars 2.6 billion dollars for mm-hmm. home and that's not to put people in homes that's not to put people in homes that's, that's right so that somebody can go to work and say i'm a homeless uh, uh advocate and i yes I, yeah that yeah. ain't to put people in homes exactly so give people 2.6 billion dollars Yes. Then you can take that two point six billion dollars and put people in homes.
2: Yes. Yeah.
0: Okay. That's not what they're doing.
2: It was That's a not- brother. Remember that brother that used to be. Uh, he was known. He was an advocate for the homeless. I forgot his name. Uh, uh, you're talking about. Uh,
0: let me. That was uh, Jan Perry was on the show and she told us his name because I his yeah, name yeah. slipped me. That and you're talking about Ted. Uh,
2: yeah, Ted. Something. Ted.
0: Ted what is his last name? Ted something. Yeah. Ted um Oh. Ted what is his last name? Ted uh, anyway
2: his name yeah was- him he um I went I went to you know a few parades and walked with them but he had like the geodesic dome homes I don't yes, know if you that right. remember that remember yes, that yes. the geodesic yes. dome and yes. it was very neat there he made sure that yes. he don't live there You had to be yes. clean That's it was right. right off of the 10 freeway sure. you you see absolutely it absolutely right remember that yes. and that I don't know what happened to him but they, that was going so well. Yes. That was, was at going, least 20 years ago. Yes. Oh yes. And it was, that is right. And that, that was going absolutely wonderful. Yes. And yes. I don't know what happened to that, but that was the proof that it can happen without women getting raped, without yes. uh, other fights and stuff happening yes. all out of control on the daily. They also had an eating program there where mm-hmm. they got food and people weren't eating like dogs and cats outside on the mm-hmm. ground. Right. Uh, they had toilets there, you know. They had yeah, the, sure did. They sure. they had the portable toilets, sure but did. they they had a service that came in and cleaned them and pushed yeah. refreshed them. You That's know, right. yeah, all of that stuff is definitely purpose. That that is uh, a purpose. Him right there. there. he is, Ted Hayes. Hayes. Ted Hayes,
0: yes, yeah, yes. he was.
2: I don't know what
0: happened to him. Let me see. Yeah, that was in nineteen. It says created the innovative dome village.
2: Yes, that's in right.
0: 19, yeah. Yes. Okay. That's in nineteen eighty-eight. That's right. Sure did. And I'll tell you what happened to him.
2: Oh, please do. Yeah.
0: He fixed it. He yeah. fixed it. And he could not fix it because if he can fix it, and the and the city fathers cannot. He's not going to stay around long. They're either going to send him away or they're going to send him away. Yeah. That's what happened to him. He was he gave them a way to fix it, and they said, oh, no, uh uh-uh, uh, no, we can't do this. Right. No, we, can't, we can't fix it like that.
2: Yeah.
0: No, 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 yeah. no, no. So
2: he was getting I, in the way of their money.
0: Yeah. He, he was in the way of their money. Yeah. So they either sent him away or they sent him away. Yeah. Because we have not heard anything from Ted Hayes. In all this time. Yes. And I won, and you have to want... look at that. You have yep. to, that's it. That's exactly yep. what it was. It, it, was, beautiful.
2: it was beautiful. Yes. that You could see it from the freeway. Mm hmm. Uh, yes. When I went there, I had, he made sure that the people uh, that lived inside of the homes, uh, they had like uh, a couple of issues with um, hanging clothes around, you know, outside the dome. But yes. he made an area where everybody had a trust system and they would hang their clothes in that area. He was an incredible man. I just like, oh man, that's this,
0: really but it's- Oh no, they're not gonna let that happen. Yeah. That means that would that would exclude all those big jobs down there.
2: That is right.
0: Okay, that would exclude all those jobs. So they yeah. can't do that because you gotta keep all those people in Mark Ridley Thomas's camp in a job. Yeah. Herb yeah. Wesson's camp in a job. Oh, yeah. yeah all of them have to stay in a job Mm -hmm. and the way Mm -hmm. they stay in a job is making sure that they don't fix what they need to fix.
2: That's right. Because what they're, what they're calling themselves fixing is the premise of them working.
0: Yes. Okay. That's the reason they're in place today. Yes. Okay. Because they can ensure that it ain't going to change. It'll only get worse. And Gavin Newsom, Governor Gavin Newsom to give them, 2.6 2.6 billion dollars and they still aren't gonna fix it. Wake up, people yeah. Yeah. wake up. Yeah, what is it gonna take to wake people up? Yeah, come on, and yeah. I just read that last night, and I thought,
2: mm-hmm.
0: no, he didn't, yeah, and, and I know that the city has been given tons of money, oh tons yeah, tons of money, tons of money, and I get an email on my LAUSD email requesting that people come out and be a part of this uh, process by which they go around the city and they count the homeless people. And I have to ask them, why are you continuing to do that? You're not going to fix it. Right. And you know there are at least 100,000 people out there that live on the street. And it's been that way for the past two decades. Mm-hmm. You're not going to fix it. Mm-hmm. got to be fixed. Mm-hmm. This is... Part of the plan. This is part of the design, mm-hmm. and for those black folks that are continuing to be a part of that design, folks need to wake up. Yes, that's why we're doing. It's time to tell the truth because you got to stop this. Yeah, somehow it has to stop. That's what keeps people on the plantation.
2: That's what keeps. That's for sure.
0: <laughs> that's what keeps them on the plantation. Right. That okay. And PTSD is real.
1: Yes.
2: For
0: those people that want to dispute PTSD, PTSD is a real is a real thing.
2: Yes, it is real. Yes.
0: So I I have seen it. We've all seen it. But there's so many that want to look past it. They want to live in delusion and in that tale that somebody's really trying to fix it, and we know they're not. Right. We know they're not. These great minds all these great minds, they mm-hmm. can do all these wonderful things, and they can't fix that problem?
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, okay. I mean, even uh, Ted Hayes, if you remember, they had, they were starting a garden, so yeah. that they get, they were teaching uh, uh, the people in the program, uh, uh, he was, yeah. he, uh, he would talk about, learn how to grow your own food. Oh, yes, If, if, if mm-hmm. right now, if we have any kind of a uh, uh, situation that was urgent, and we weren't able to go to stores. Uh, he said, we won't live past two weeks. He said, learn how to grow, grow your own stuff, right? Yes. And that brother was incredible. I mean, yes. just, and, and there's many like him. Yes. There's, there's many like him, but they become very tired, and they become exhausted because they put their best forward And they're, they're only, uh, you know, they're surprised that uh, uh, people want to maintain status quo. They don't want to change. They want to maintain their way of getting the money that they, they need uh, to be a successful, be successful in their plan.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. Absolutely.
1: So getting back to the food piece, (laughs) Um, so your suggestion, or or I might have missed it. I had to take that call. Um, as far as the food piece, not eating the ribs, not eating, you know, more of a plant based diet. Is that what your suggestion is?
2: Well, my suggestion is this: that um, we need to understand that the closer we are to nature, the healthier we'll be. So that means that doing things as natural as possible when it comes to food. The food that is most powerful that we eat are the foods that have live enzymes, Mm -hmm. Uh, the foods that have nutrients in it, uh, chlorophyll, uh, foods that have protein, uh, protein dominant foods, all the uh, plant foods with, you know, uh, phytosteroids and, Uh, all the different types of foods that would allow you to uh, be a healthier you without the side effects of uh, some of the pharmaceuticals. Now, I also think that we need to understand homeostasis. Uh, We need to understand balance uh, between uh, the holistic and some of the allopathic approaches because uh, they can work together as well, like complementary medicine, for instance. But I think that the closer we are to nature, when we are definitely more preventative-minded versus uh, reactionary or impulsive thinkers, that we'll do better with uh, the selection of food. Example, um, if we eat according to our circadian rhythm, then we can harmonize those hours that we eat with what the body is doing internally. In the morning, our body internally is doing something different than it is in the afternoon. And the afternoon is doing something different than it is at night. So there's different, we have some brilliant doctors that can explain the brain and heart activity and why the morning or the first hour brain and heart heart activity is different than the middle of the day and, and why the middle of the day is different than the end of the day. We eat whenever and whatever and how much we want to. There's no rhyme or reason. And when we eat like that, we become, one thing for sure, we become more susceptible to disease. We also increase the chances of those major diseases that we face today. So I suggest eating in a more natural way. Some people are going to eat meat. Okay, fine. Make sure that you surround that meat with a lot of cruciferous foods like your different color foods, the carrots, jicama, uh, red onions, uh, you know, cabbages and lettuces and so forth. You know, you don't people don't have to be like some people say, oh, stop the, you know, like uh, the vegan approach. And you know they have a good point, but vegan is actually a movement that's against uh, against cruelty to animals, whereas a whole food plant based eater concentrates on eating foods that are not adulterated, you know, foods that are not um, commercial commercially uh, okay. pr- processed. Okay. Yeah. So you you see it's a big difference if we just. If we stop, I mean, there's a few things on all three points, but just one of the points, if we reduce the amount of food that we eat at least three hours before we go to bed, we would change the disposition of the uh, uh, health in America overnight just by reducing the amount that we take to bed with us. Most people eat dinner and it is about 22 calories of food. And about a couple of hours after that, you mean 2200 calories. 22, what did I say? Yeah. You said 22. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> 22. That's why I like, you meant
1: 2200. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: I'm going too excited. Uh, yeah, the 2200 calories that, that people take to bed. Now, when they take all of that energy to bed, because that's how our calories are. Units of heat and energy. They take all of those heat, that heat and energy to bed with them. I don't care what you do in the bed, you're not going to burn up all of those calories. So your brain and heart activity reacts to all of that food. And because of that, we still lead and have led for over the last 100 years in myocardial infarctions. And for, for those who don't know what that is, that means sudden heart death. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes.
0: And, right. And, and instead of us eating a plant-based diet, instead of us thinking about vegetables and the things that are so necessary for us to be healthy, we got to run to those meats. Yeah. Just got to run to those meats.
2: Yeah. There's... Um, uh, endothelium, everybody, is another word to keep in mind. We have endothelium that is outlines our hollow organs. Uh, it also is the uh, lumen, the material that lines the walls of our vascular system, like our arterioles, capillaries, veins, arteries. It's all throughout the body. Every time we eat these commercial foods, we injure the endothelium. Every time we drink like the carbonic acid that we find in sodas, every time we overload our bodies with uh, uh, refined sugar, every time we eat these uh, foods that you find from um, these uh, like the burgers, the fries, the onion rings, and all of that, it does is inj- injurious to our endothelium. And it breaks, that means it breaks down on the good good side of that, because we need an antidote in this too, because we know all the, a lot of the bad stuff. But the good thing about it, the moment you start drinking your liquid chlorophyll, you start drinking your whole leaf aloe vera juice, you start taking in a golden seal root, you start mm-hmm. eating things like uh, ashwagandha, um, you know, when, when you start Uh, ingesting this and you do it by the protocol of um, um, the um, rhythmic uh, ingestion, you will find that your whole body will feel incredible. I mean, I still play ball with guys that's my son's age, you know, and it's just like when it's nothing, that's no big thing. Our body is, is meant to do that. We can do that. Um, people are very, very um, those people that are active, and you're doing three major things: you're, uh, uh, mining your, your keeping focus on your nutrition or your nutrients, nutrients. Uh, oh, liquid chlorophyll, excellent! I'm going to go get them. I'm
1: going to. some. Okay. So I've heard you. I've heard you say everything but water.
2: Well, water definitely, and water isn't everything that I mentioned, but yeah, I'll I'll talk about water too, because it deserves some time by itself. Um, Water is something that uh, even when it comes to rhythmic eating or rhythmic ingestion should be done throughout the entire day. So we drink from six to eight glasses have been shown to be enough water without uh, causing, forcing the person into polyuria, which is frequent urination, uh, or uh, interrupting their sleep at uh, night with getting up, you know, at night and using, uh, uh, it's uh, nocturia where you're getting up during the night and you're using the bathroom a lot during the night, and it's interrupting your sleep, causing you to have insomnia. Uh, so, uh, eating at the wrong time would also cause you to have what is called parasomnia. Parasomnia is when you have those shorts, you go to sleep real short and you wake up like somebody's chasing you or smothering you or something like that. Oh, that's parasomnia, you know. Oh, Corliss, you must know what I mean on that one.
1: <laughs> I, I'm just listening.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we got you on camera, <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> but yeah, those are the kind of things that affect us when we eat that late. Our body, we have um, our nervous system. We have a part of our nervous system, we have like the central nervous system, we have the autonomic nervous system. When we get to what is called the parasympathetic nervous system and the sympathetic nervous system, this is really important, everybody, because it switches back and forth during the day. If you are a high, strong person, you are usually in sympathetic nervous system phase. This is when it's, it's called fight and flight. You heard of that before, you know, You you know uh, the epinephrine and so forth. But parasympathetic nervous system means to digest and relax. That's when you, you're eating your food. You're at peace of mind. Uh, you're not worrying. You're not afraid. Uh, you have a peace of mind, which is one of the greatest gifts we can ever be given. Yeah. And you relax. But when you just eat, 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 and you're looking at like, uh, you know, uh, the, uh, die hard for, and you, you know, you got guns and people yeah. today is more vivid than ever. You know, it looks just like somebody getting shot in the head. It's mm-hmm. hard to tell, you know, if it's real or not. So all of this stuff actually affects the subconscious. And we carry the stuff around with us, although we might say I can tell the difference between uh, real and unreal. But this is why it's so important for us to eat according to our rhythmic ingestion, because the rhythmic ingestion uh, complements what is happening in your first hour. Now, I say first hour, not breakfast, because we've been taught only eat in the morning. The morning lunch and dinner thing, all of that was invented by farmers and people in the food industry so that they could complement their services with their employees doing what they needed Hello. to do in the time that they do it. Breakfast lunch. <laughs> so you got, you, if you ever think about how did we get breakfast? How did we get, well, we they, we got that because the employer said, I need you to show up here at 6 a.m. And then we're going to let you work for six hours. Then we're going to let you take a break. And you're going to have about some people work for 12 hours. Some people work from night, us, uh, you know, the sun up to sundown. But those people that got off in eight hours, those people didn't do anything but go home. They got the big piece of chicken and they went to sleep later. <laughs> yes. See? That's it. So and are you then, suggesting that we don't eat three times a day? Oh, no, you eat three times a day, but you eat it within your circadian rhythm. Let's take an example. Say you got up at 6 a.m. If you get up at 6 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sorry, I, I, I'm very expressive. I have to learn how my poker face on. <laughs> I said, oh. I know the only time I get up for 6 a.m. is to catch a flight. Otherwise, right? no, really, I do yeah. wake up naturally around 7, 7.30.
2: Okay. Let's now, look, I don't
1: get up, but I am awake.
2: Well, let's say, let's take that, let's say 7 okay. o'clock. So okay. if you take 7, 7 o'clock, 6 hours from 7 o'clock is 1 p.m., right. and then 6 hours from that, you're repeating again, yeah. 7, yeah, 7 at, at the p.m. side, right? right? So that's everybody's catabolic phase. Catabolic means that this is the phase that we're eating and breaking down food to become energy. You okay. see? Anabolic is when we go to sleep. This is when we eat food and it helps us to repair uh, 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 and regrow new cells, produce new cells, which is called apoptosis. But we don't want to sound like a science class. But, you know, the idea is that these phases are for a specific reason. And that's when you hear people say, let's look at it in a scientific way. Scientific means Unambiguous. Okay. Unambiguous. It means right. proven beyond the shadow of a doubt. Mm-hmm. You see, and a lot of the things that we've been learning, you started to to say this, Colette Is you you started to say this when when we we can talk about all of the problems, but how about the antidotes? How about the solutions to that? Yeah. And all of those years of me speaking on KJLH mm-hmm. and WJZZ and WBLS, all of those us, all of them did the same thing. They wanted the entertainment, you know, oh, I eat meat. You don't eat meat. All that. I'm like, look, we have to be, if we want to be a great nation, we have to be also a nation of healthy people. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And you can see through uh, the COVID, how many people died with a predisposition, Mm -hmm. a a pre- uh, uh, something, uh, some kind of sickness that they had. Yeah, yeah. So they they were actually immunocompromised because they had diabetes already. Yes. They had they were facing uh uh SCL, you know, lupus, or they had uh you know fibromyalgia. They had something there that their uh they uh, maxed out their immune system. You see, mm-hmm. and that's why we have to understand nutrients. Versus food, when yeah. we look at just for food, we're looking for filling up our stomachs and having that, that emotional connection with, oh, yeah. that was great. Yeah. But what happens, it overworks our heart. Our heart is working like we're up jogging. Our heart is working like this while we're supposed to be asleep. It should be somewhere between about 60 and a little lower. It's 50 and 60 when we're sleeping and we're healthy for men and women. Uh, children, they average about 144 beats per uh, minute because they're children and they have smaller hearts. It's not as developed, but as you get older, you want more blood per stroke. And that happens through exercise. If you got enough room to stand up and you got enough room to raise your knees up and down, you got enough room to do a full workout because all you have to do is do whatever it is that you know how to do. And if you don't know how to do those things, they have trainers, they got YouTube, University. Yeah, <laughs> you YouTube don't know. <laughs> exactly. You can, you can learn many, many things. So there's no reason for us not to be healthy. But right. the reason that continues to support us not being healthy is that we will not let go so that we can grow. Yeah, and that's a fact. And they
1: make it easy for us. To get food. You know, yeah. you got your 24 hour drive-throughs. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And 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 with COVID, and I know everybody because I, I, I got the COVID 40 or 50 over here that I've been working, I I lost 10 of it thus far. Oh, so I got, I got 40 more to go. But the Beautiful. COVID, the COVID weight hit everybody. Yes. And it's because the folks that w- was able to remain open, that did not lose a penny mm-hmm. was food. The fast yeah. food chains. Mm-hmm. That's because crazy. they already had a drive through so they just made the line longer. And mm-hmm. It they didn't affect them at all. Now, the, the you know, the mom-pop, you know, soul food restaurant or whatever restaurant here and there that, you know, had to figure out what they were going to do. But the, but the McDonald's, all that whole, all the chains, they made a grip. Yeah. And then they served you any old kind of way because they yeah. knew that you that's all we choice. had for a minute yeah. there. Right. You know, you go unless you were going to the grocery store and coming home and actually cooking for your family. Mm-hmm. And then you know, you may cook something big and then that'll be left over to the next day. And then it's like, oh, okay, let's just go to McDonald's and get you a happy meal. Let's Ooh, go over here. Lord. And, and so so you so they made all the money and we're just hooked on that type of, you know, I gotta get something right quick. Yeah. And you know, and, and it's sad. And then and, and I'm I'm just thinking this, um, somebody did a special or somebody found a burger that was in the closet. I don't know if you remember this. Somebody had a McDonald's hamburger. Oh. And it was in the pocket of a jacket. And they found the jacket years later and the hamburger looked the same. Oh my God. (laughs) And that was the big thing about the preservatives that you're talking about and all the other SAT words you were rolling oh, you yes. SAT words Colette I was just like trying to follow a brother oh, but all the SAT yeah. words you was you was giving us this 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 all of that is within yeah. that burger and it did not mold Colette it did not do anything It's oh, in exact same shape and looked like it was fresh that day
2: yeah. oh. that's why I stopped I yeah. stopped
1: eating I stopped eating you know uh McDonald's burgers I, I do I do the fish Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but it just and, you know it's just like amazing how much preservatives. And then like to your to your uh, uh uh account, or I think that what you were talking about too, is the kids for today are growing so much. I mean, boobs because are happening yet like yeah. because of the food. Full girl got I mean, my niece yeah. rest herself, my I'm sure her sisters, my, my my sisters listening, perhaps, but hopefully they're not listening. My niece in the 6th grade was a 38 D. Yeah. D. Yeah. A-B-C-D. D-D. Yeah. Yes, girl. But, but let me also grade. say this. Let me also say this. Besides the hormonal piece, my aunt was like a G or something. So it runs uh-huh. in our family. So I don't know what my aunt was doing in Jackson, Mississippi, because I know there wasn't that many soul food places. So she just was born in Down And I think it just Ooh. passed through the chain because I, I you know, I, I wore a training bra in the fourth grade, but I was not no D. <laughs> so, yes. So so when you add the preservatives from all the pizzas and all the stuff that you were talking about and the other SAT words that you were throwing at us, all <laughs> that, it's just the kids are just so developed yes. and they the look like women. women. Yes, They look like full-grown women. When my, six, my sixth-grade niece dress can wear the same bra as my grown sister, there's a problem. There's oh, a problem. She's yeah. like, Mama, it doesn't. And it was so weird. It's like, Mama, this don't crazy. fit this on there. So she said, well, try this. She put on my sister's bra, and it was 12 years old. Oh, up. my
0: God. Well, listen to this. 38 Listen to this. Utah native David Whipple claims that his McDonald's burger has survived intact 14 years and looks about the same as it did when he bought it. I know. Whipple was using the burger in 1999 to show friends how enzymes preserve food. And there After it is. After his demonstration, he put the burger in his jacket pocket.
1: There it is. Crazy. It's like, uh, so that you said all crazy. those preservatives and all these girls. All of a sudden, white girls got booty. Like oh. Where did that come from?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I'm just oh my saying. God. I'm just saying. It's like, oh all God. of a
1: sudden, like white girls have booty. Like, okay, I know you are 15 and you didn't Ooh. go to uh, right. a Kardashian or, or little Kim's doctor to get some uh, just extra, <laughs> uh, you know, extra quote, ass is what I really want to say. I know at 15 you didn't send your daughter to a a
2: surgeon.
1: A butt doctor. And I'm just like, you know, I see somebody walk by this little girl and I was like, I hit somebody that said, Did you just see that that white girl got mo ass and as much ass as we do? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that was and not It's it it not hereditary. It is McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's yeah, it blah, sure blah, is. Blah, blah blah blah. Okay, we need to
0: close This drive-through. The statement Some is right. Some researchers so, hypothesize hypothesized that eating at night goes against your circadian rhythm, which is the 24-hour cycle that tells your body when to sleep, eat and wake. According to your cy- circadian rhythm, nighttime is for resting, not eating. Indeed, Several animal studies support this theory. We need yes. to change
1: things. So, yes. so, so, in closing, if I, so if I dig it up at six and eat my little oatmeal at six for breakfast, mm-hmm. eat my little toast, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have my lunch at noon and finish my eating by six. I probably will lose weight and be a lot more healthier. Is that what you're saying? Now, I can't. I haven't said nothing about the meat yet. Don't don't hurt. I can't, can't
2: eat yeah.
1: all of it at the same time.
2: Here's I Have a, my is, rib
1: at noon, but I'm just this, saying.
2: it's it's
1: a process it's a process doctor it's a process you've got to let me get the process i will i will try it because i like i said i noticed it the more fruits i've been eating i love watermelon and cantaloupe peaches are those okay please say those are okay yes 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 okay cantaloupe watermelon yeah in your greens,
2: plums Your first hour, your first hour, this is real fast. Your first hour should be mainly fruit, the raw Oh, fruit. I can do that. Yeah, that's okay. you would. I got,
1: some, I got some watermelon cut up. I'll kill it in the yeah, morning. I'm gonna set the clock because of you.
2: Yes, it, you will be glad you did, too. OK, <laughs> okay so
1: 6 o'clock, I'm going to have my yeah. fruit.
2: Your largest, your largest meal in your case, getting up the time you get up at one o'clock, you will eat your largest meal, and this is where if you want to have chicken or if you want to have turkey or whatever, but make sure that you surround it with cooked vegetables and raw vegetables such as a salad. Then after your last meal, your third meal, it's really more than that, but you can go on my site at, at executivelife.com and just uh, register. Just you just put your name and uh, what is it? Email, I think. And you will get a um, the uh, a f- a free uh, chart and okay, it'll go through this with you. Okay, uh, but uh, the last meal is the last meal should be nothing but if you can, you keep it down to the liquids like uh, juiced uh, uh, arugula and kale and carrot, okay. jicama, and so forth. You okay. just have that. You can also have tea if you're real hungry. This is where you really eat a hot cereal because a <laughs> hot cereal is but okay. just avoid eating any type of animal product. Uh, okay. as you go, after to- that, yeah, after that, said so now. Well, doctors well, are don't you try a
1: doctor. To I'm, I'm gonna get in touch, you,
0: so he, have to talk. he gotta have Okay. We've got to have you back. we got to get you on here to have your own show because the world needs to hear this. Oh, right. We've got to get you back. I'm
1: going to try it. it. I am. I really don't. I'm, I'm a, okay. So You're going to.
2: You, you'll see. It's, I, I work with a lot of uh, ladies, and they have. Uh, a lot of uh, similar things that you, whatever you deal with, you know, is, is 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 equivalent. And once you start to eat in a certain way, your body will reach homeostasis, which is it'll have that balance where everything is working at its optimal self: brain, heart, spleen, pancreas, everything. But you have to eat the certain way, which is aligned with nature. Once we get away from nature and we start uh, eating the OTCs over the drugs and you know all the different medications and and other stuff they gotta stuff we can't even announce you know it's just really really uh i mean pronounce is really just bad so if you just get the foods that i'm talking about now your detergent food is fruit you want to drink plenty of water sip water all through the day the largest in the middle of the day yeah that's okay. what I'm talking about I have okay. like I have water wherever I go see I'm out of it, Okay, but, you know but it, It's that have, I'm sorry go ahead we are gonna we're
0: told to wrap it up so okay. we're gonna have you back All right. We're gonna have you back in just a little while because we didn't even get to everything So
1: you gotta come back week after next or, or next week or whatever yes
0: we gotta have oh, you oh, back, man. back Coilers so, got you. me
2: cramping man <laughs> <laughs>
0: well again this has been really outstanding very very good to our part of the it's time to tell the truth series yeah that's why you're here so thank, thank you. you so very very much for being here with us we had a good time and it's going to continue so thank you so much for being with us and remember dr Zaris, we have we have a two-hour slot for you for, okay
2: for we oh, i'm looking you. forward to it
0: yes absolutely okay. So folks, thank you very much. And next week, next week, we will be continuing the series on it's time to tell the truth. So be with us next week because you're going to love everything that we're bringing to you today and next week. And remember, you can get us on itrnradio.com or you can get us on all of your podcast platforms. We're there. So everyone have a good evening. Thank you for being with us, Doctor Zarif. I will talk to you very soon. Okay. Thank you so much. Have a good evening, everybody. Good night and take bye. care. Bye. Take care. Good night.